Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Test again this morning, Jesus. My soul thirst to know you better and better. Father, my soul thirst to come into your presence to magnify you this morning as the Almighty God. To magnify you this morning as the one who is from everlasting to everlasting. Scripture says you remain God, the one who does not change. You are ever unchanging unmovable nothing can withstand you nothing can stop you father you are almighty receive all the glory and praise this morning in the precious name of jesus thank you for this great privilege to come into your presence to worship you again this morning to call you father to call you our king, to call you our God, to call you our redeemer, be glorified forevermore in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we spend this time in your presence this morning to read our Bibles and to fellowship with you, Lord, we ask, speak to us once again. Lord, cause us to hear you this morning and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our study. Um, we have been doing an harmonized study of the gospel. I want to say a big thank you to everyone joining in this morning. Thank you for everyone joining us for the first time. God bless you. Whatever platform you're joining me on, I can see you. I see the messages that you send in. God God bless you. An harmonized study is simply, um, our intention is not to combine the four books. Okay, uh, first the three synoptic gospel. Synoptic simply means that they are seen uh, through the same lens okay they are practically or they have the same style of writing or seeing what happened so we have that is matthew mark and luke and then the last gospel is john so the goal is not to unite them into one gospel that's that was never the intention of god giving us this gospel we were to see each of this gospel from the perspective of the one writing it and i did say that listening to the account of four people gives us a better reading and a better understanding of what happened okay so at the beginning or you might want to go back especially for because i know a lot of people joined us yesterday and today you might want to go back and listen to the previous editions as i addressed issues like variations that you possibly see you know in the gospel how it is possible for two people to be listening or listening to jesus as he was speaking or looking at a particular account something happening 
and there's a slight variation in the account and we agreed that that is possible it happens every time okay people are asked to to write down account of whatever happened okay you you can be sure that there will be variations i did i did also address the place of how our bible got to us the bible was transmitted down to us through manuscripts and uh, at some point some of those manuscripts got missing however i did say that look the the fact that you have the fit or the counterfeit or the copies is proof that there was an original the question is how can we be certain that this is the original that we are reading and i quoted the words of my pastor pastor sam adiebi um, the existence of the fake or the counterfeit is proof that there is original okay so we can be certain this morning that in reading the four gospels together we can be sure that some of these events happened okay so very important that i i address that this morning also as we as we study uh, this morning um i know that not many people ever attempt in fact someone said she has never seen this done ever before she's been a christian for for years close to 20 years and she has never done an harmonize or ever had it been done before i'm telling you uh, it's not a study for the faint-hearted so yes i've gotten a lot of kind words uh, people appreciating that we are doing this so yesterday we completed the beginning of jesus's ministry and that involved his baptism his temptation and then he's getting ready to call his disciples initially there was no one with him he went about by himself when he went to nazareth so we talked about the going back to galilee all that jesus did by did by himself okay maybe one or two disciples people like andrew who followed as john was talking about jesus and then yesterday also we began to talk about the galilean part of the ministry of jesus and this one it's a lot of read okay jesus spent a lot of time in galilee so today we continue reading yesterday the book of matthew we stopped on chapter 4 verse 17 from that time on jesus began to preach repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near we said that that was his message so today we we'll read matthew chapter 4 from verse 18 to 22 we will also read Mark chapter 16, Mark chapter 1, verse 16 to 20. We will also read the accounts of Luke. And I did point out yesterday uh, that we were going to check if Luke gave us the message that Jesus began to preach. Okay, and then we will see Jesus go back to Capernaum and all of this are under the Galilean part of Jesus' Jesus's ministry. We will look at um, Peter's mother-in-law uh, meeting Jesus. Jesus healed her and the likes. Okay, so please turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 4. Uh, let's read verse 18, 18 to 22. Here Jesus calls his first disciples. We are using the NIV translation. And I explained why 
translation and our language is very important okay so we are using the niv translation uh, our language shapes your understanding of the bible the niv and the new living translation are the closest the closest to the greek translations in my opinion okay so jesus calls his first disciples as jesus was walking beside the sea of galilee he saw two brothers simon called peter and his brother andrew they were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen come follow me jesus said and i will send you out to fish for people now the question is is this not a contradiction or a variation i thought andrew already met jesus and went to call peter and nathaniel and philip that look we have found the messiah and they were saying can anything good come out of nazareth so what is this how can he be calling them a second time <laughs> you agreed with me that the two the two events can happen okay so the first time they decided they wanted to follow jesus but jesus had not called his what will eventually be his 12 apostles at that time he had not chosen them so just about everyone was following jesus but at this time jesus begins to single out this unique 12 okay among all the disciples so yes the two events happened and the two the two events can go together so jesus said come follow me and i will send you out to fish for people at once they left their nets and followed him since going on from there he saw two other brothers james son of zebedee and his brother john they were in the boat with their father zebedee preparing their nets jesus called them and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him okay so now you understand what it means by the word called okay um obviously jesus was the happening thing in town you can't tell me that young men like this didn't know what was happening everybody jesus had become the rave of the moment people were beginning to flock to jesus everyone knew okay the disciples of john a lot of them began to follow jesus so it wasn't it wasn't that uh, possibly these guys were not following jesus initially but for the first time jesus now calls them calls them his apostles okay it's unique the unique 12 that will follow him so that's the calling of peter and andrew and then james and john all right so let's move on to let's read um mark mark's account of this we'll read mark chapter one yesterday i think uh did we stop here no let's go on yes jesus calls his first disciples and mark also shares with us jesus's message in verse 15 he said the time has come he said the kingdom of god has come near repent and believe repent and believe the good news okay so we read from 16 to 20 also here as jesus walked beside the sea of galilee 
he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When they had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in the boat preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them and they left their father, Zebedee, in the boat with the hired men and followed him. Okay, so it, we can be sure that this account happened is exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same with both Matthew and Mark. Lastly, we look at Luke. Like I said, the synoptic gospels are seen from the same eyes, okay? A bit different from, uh, from how John sees all of this. We were reading John chapter 4, okay? We stopped somewhere, okay? But first of all, let's read this account, this account of Luke, Luke chapter 5. We'll read from verse 1 to 11. Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. In Luke's account, Luke was careful, careful to also give us the record of the call, of the call of the first disciples. Luke chapter 5, Jesus calls his first disciples. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, apologies, Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. So, you remember I said Mark was the first gospel that was written. And you can see that Matthew is exactly the same. Okay, uh, gives us exactly the same in terms of this account. But in terms of Luke, now you are getting um, some more information. Okay. Some more information than what we the way Matthew and Mark put it puts it. He said, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Okay, we saw there that Jesus was just walking by the sea, and then he called them. Okay, um, obviously Jesus did not just appear there. So Jesus was doing something. He said here, Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. The people were crowded around him and listened to the word of God. He saw at the water edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into into deep water and let down the nets for a cash. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the net. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their, uh, they, they, they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink when simon peter saw this he fell at jesus's knees and said go away from me lord i am a sinful man 
for he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partner. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they put their boats up on, on shore, left everything and followed him. Can the events be the same? I want you to be the judge. I think yes, it can be exactly. John, Matt, sorry, Luke is just giving us extra information from what happened that day. Um, if you read Matthew and Mark's account, it looks as if Jesus was just coming and then he calls, he calls Andrew, he calls he calls um, Peter and then a little further he calls John, he calls James and then he calls John but no, no, that's not just the full event was that Jesus was preaching that day and then make the use of Peter's boat and the event that then happened first I encounters Andrew and Peter and then James and John followed so when Jesus told called them for those, if you were just reading Matthew's account, it looked as if Jesus was just walking by and then called them and they left their father in the boat. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> hey, they had taken this catch, eh? this massive catch. So when Jesus called them, they had witnessed wonder. A wonder they had not seen before. So yes, they left their father in the boat. Okay? So you see what's and harmony of the gospel, what it does for you, right? It gives you a better understanding, a better understanding of what really, what really happened. Hallelujah. All right. I would have said we should go back to the book of John, but John does not give us this record, okay? The calling of, the calling of uh, these four guys. Uh, John does not give us that record. We read John chapter 4, verse 46, to 54 okay where we saw we saw the uh, the encounter with the woman by the well of samaria we also saw uh, how she became born again and then she reached her village and the samaritans many of them believed in jesus we also saw jesus heals heals an official's official son okay so let's leave that um remember that in verse 54 John chapter 4 verse 54 it says that this was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judea to Galilee okay so we are focusing on the Galilean part of Jesus's ministry so yes all of this happened the healing of of this man's of this man's son happened happened okay uh, in Galilee all right so let's move on let's move on let's look at let's move on to uh, back to the book of the book of matthew yes let's go back to the book of matthew we are focusing on the galilean part okay of his ministry so we are we will be jumping we will not be reading one after the order or no let's read about peter's mother-in-law and so let's go to mark Mark gives us that account instead of Matthew. We will be back here in Matthew shortly, but let's read Mark chapter 1. We'll read from verse 21 to 28. So I'm glad 
we got a better clarity on the call of the first four disciples. Yes, that was delicious. Mark chapter 1, verse 21 to 28, Jesus drives out an impure spirit. Yes, this one happened. This is under the Galilean part of Jesus' ministry. And this one will happen in Capernaum. It says they went, they went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as a teacher of the law. If you made a mistake that Jesus was speaking here in Nazareth, okay, uh, it is clearly labeled that he is in Capernaum, okay? The one in Nazareth was the one he read and said, today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. This is different. So they went to Capernaum and when the Sabbath came, so it means that likely this is something Jesus did quite frequently. Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in their just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the only one of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. He says the people were all so amazed that they asked each other, what is this? <laughs> what is this that we are seeing? No, we have never seen it like this ever before. What is this? A new teaching and with authority, he even gives, he gives orders to impure spirit and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. So like I said, we are paying attention to the Galilean part of Jesus' ministry. Galilean part of Jesus' ministry. We read Luke chapter 5 just now. Let's read, let's go back again and read Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Yes, Luke chapter 4, verse 31. Luke chapter 4, we'll read verse 31 to 37. Yes, Luke chapter 1, from verse 31 to 37. I'm going to get my, my, um, my paperback Bible again, okay? So I can just flip through fast, very quickly. Here, it says Jesus drives us an impure spirit. He just did that, right? It just, we just saw him do that in, in, in Mark. Mark chapter 1, verse 21 to 28. He says, Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee. Okay, so all of these are part of the Galilean part of Jesus' work. And on the Sabbath, he taught the people, the one that uh, he was teaching in the, on the Sabbath, he picked up and was teaching, and the people were amazed. Uh, on the Sabbath, he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. Okay? You saw how, how the way Mark puts it. Mark said they wondered that he taught, they didn't teach them like the Pharisees, okay? And the reason was that he taught them 
because his words had authority. Since in the synagogue there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit, he cried out at the top of his voice, Go away! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Okay? Quite similar. The Holy One of God. <laughs> Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Okay? Exactly the same. Stanley, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. Came out with a shriek, but without injuring him. All the people were amazed and said to each other, What words these are with authority and power? He gives orders to impure spirit, and they come out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding throughout the surrounding region hallelujah all right so the same account let's go to Capernaum. this one still happens in Capernaum, and let's read matthew's account so take matthew we'll go to matthew chapter 8 this time we'll take matthew chapter 8 and let's read a little bit of what continues to happen jesus's healing path begins continues to heal different people we just see him now casting out that demon from that man we'll read matthew chapter 8 verse 14 to 17 matthew chapter 8 verse 14 verse 14 to 17 this is still under okay the galilean part of jesus's ministry so when jesus came into peter's house he saw peter's mother-in-law in bed with a fever he touched her hand and the fever left her and she got up and began to wait on him. Since when evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him and he drove out the spirit with a word and healed all the sick. This was fulfilled. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took our infirmities and bore our diseases. He himself took our infirmities and bore our diseases. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4. Okay, If you are the type that you want to know where the scriptures are coming for, he himself took our infirmities and bore our diseases. Alright, so we go back to Mark. Mark still, we are still in Mark chapter 1. Quite interesting. Mark chapter 1, and now we read verse 29 to 34. Last time we stopped on verse 28. We read from verse 21 to 28. It says that news about him spread quickly over the whole, re over the whole region. Jesus had just casted out that evil spirit. Now, the account we read in Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, 14 to 17, that they brought in many people. Let's read about it now in terms in Mark's account. It says, as soon as they left the synagogue, they went, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon, Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her. Okay, Jesus went simply just went. Jesus went. He went to her took her hand and helped her hope. The fever left her and she began to wait on them. 
that evening after sunset so the same event the same event happens just as it happened in matthew it is in mark that evening after sunset the people brought to jesus all the sick and demon possessed at the old town gathered at the door and jesus healed many who had various diseases he also drove out many demons but he would not let the demons speak because they knew they knew who he was okay so exactly the same the same account and again we'll go to the book of luke where we will stop today let's read the same account in the book of luke i'm telling you i i i love and i enjoy this when you do an harmonized study of the gospel it gives you a clearer picture a clearer picture so let's read luke chapter 4 verse 38 to 41 luke chapter 4 verse 38 to 31 like i said these are the synoptic gospel because they are seen from the same from the same lens from the same optics matthew mark and luke okay john is slightly different okay in the style of writing luke with where we are reading luke chapter 4 verse 38 to 41 says jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of simon if you read the four accounts you know that essentially the the important part of what happened are the same uh, did he visit simon peter's house yes did he encounter simon's uh, simon's mother-in-law yes was she down with a fever yes did he however it happened did they go and call him or did he just show up there himself you know that's not the cross of this did he touch her to heal her yes okay so it helps us find out the truth in the story jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of simon now simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever and they asked jesus to help her so he bent over her and rebuked the fever and it left her she got up at once and began to wait on them she got up at once and began to wait on them is the same in all the synoptic gospel verse 40 is the same also in all the synoptic gospel at sunset that same day okay even though luke does not put it like that if you read matthew and mark it is the same day after healing her because they they literally brought the people to the door that is what mark tells us at sunset the people brought to jesus all who had various kind kinds of disease and laying his hands on each one he healed them moreover demons came out of many people shouting you are the son of god but he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew he was the messiah i I don't want to um okay so we'll stop here today i don't want to get into the argument of how okay so like i told us that john is the one who presents jesus as the son of god jesus as divine but you agree with me that all of the gospels do they they do that okay so um, one of the uh, the counters that you will get to that uh, to that 
when you point out that even demons knew that Jesus was the Son of God, you, the attack you will get again is that you want to trust the words of demons. You want to trust the words of demons. But here they were trying to upset his ministry. Okay, they were trying to upset his ministry. Jesus was not ready to be revealed as the Son of God. It was not the time. Okay, they knew that it was the Messiah. It was not the time for the people them in an entirety to know that he was the Son of God. So yes, what the demons were saying was the truth. Okay, can that happen? Yes, they might be trying to use it for their own interest, just the same way when the devil tempted Jesus and say, throw yourself from this eye, from this eye, from the, from the temple, throw yourself down. For the Bible says that God give, will give his angels charge over you. Is that the truth? Yes, it is right there in Psalm 91. Okay, so it does not take away from the fact that Jesus is the son of God. I don't know about you. I've learned something today. Amen. All right. As we go today, I want you to pray. Lord, continue to open your word to me. Let me continue to go deeper and deeper in your word. Make that your prayer this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the things that we have learned this morning. Help us to continue to apply your word. Help us to continue to live by your word. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.